in a world where every diet you know is wrong. Well, not every diet. I mean... Yes, but almost every doesn't sound as good. Yeah, but... Shut up. One man stands alone. Well, not completely. I mean... It's time for Adam Martin, the No Breakfast Guy. And let's talk fast. Fasting, fitness, and fat loss. What's going on, guys? And welcome back to our brand new episode of the Let's Talk Fast podcast. I'm your host, Adam Martin, more commonly known as the No Breakfast Guy. And I hope you're doing what you love with the people that you love. And let's just jump straight into it. As you can probably see from the title of this, this is something completely off topic from what this page is all about. But this is probably a particular point in time that whether we look back on this podcast or this moment in history in 10 years, 20 years, 100 years, I wanted something to record this um, moment and just kind of give, I guess, a two cents on where my head is at. But I also have a special guest and I've got my lovely wife sitting next to me. So Mrs. No Breakfast Guy. Hello. Um, actually, back by popular demand. A lot of people liked our previous one and actually said that they enjoyed uh, the banter we had and that you were on it. And so I think people enjoy you talking more than me. So maybe you just take over the uh, <laughs> the podcast all yourself. But um but yeah, this this is not a informative thing on the coronavirus. If you're coming here to kind of think mm. you're going to come and hear, you know, facts and figures and what's going on and is this yeah. going to be the death of all human race and what's going to happen to the economy, this is not the podcast you should be listening to. Nope. Um, this is purely just two people who are going to be, for lack of a better word, stuck together for <laughs> for probably the next couple of months, just I guess giving our two cents on I guess where our heads are at now and, and kind you're of... so looking forward to that aren't you Adam oh yes <laughs> and we'll share kind of where I guess both of our mental health are at at the moment and kind of where our heads are at and just I guess just yeah a general conversation about what the world is going through at the moment and I mean I hope it is of value to someone I always you know when I start a podcast always hope that you know I'm bringing some sort of value to it but I, I think people, if you are listening to this and think, well, you know, what am I actually going to get out of listening to this podcast? It might be just something that you can help relate to. You know, I think mm. a lot of people, you know, might be a bit scared at the moment of what's going on and, you know, they hear all different things on the media or on social media or on magazine, like whatever it might be. And it can be a bit scary at yeah. times. And so I think just hearing other people talk about it and their own kind yeah. of experiences with it, um, we're just normal people living in the ordinary world kind of thing so i think we're quite relatable that you know oh oh, they feel that way that's how i was feeling i'm not alone in this journey kind of thing yeah there's so much disconnectedness at the moment so yeah and so yeah it's i don't know how long this is going for it could be just a 14 minute chat knowing myself that's probably not going to be the case but it it, i I know it's not going to be a long one because it's currently saturday night on the 28th of march and both of us are shattered yeah. <laughs> um, and want to go to bed. <laughs> um, if I had a video on this and I was doing this on YouTube, you'd see not how disgusted my wife is at me <laughs> for dragging I'm her in on this. i slumped but... against the cot in the front room just being like, do we have to do this right <laughs> now? <laughs> but um, I think it will be a good marker in time. And yeah, hopefully we can look back on it from better and happier times in the future. And I guess to that point, 
in in everything that I've kind of, I'm not going to say, as I said, this is not a podcast, so you're going to get any learned or kind of well-educated kind of points of view, but do a little bit of reading and I've got many very knowledgeable clients in my client base and have been talking about this kind of um, with them and things like this. And, you know, this is certainly not going to something that's going to end our race, which there has been some, you know, is this the thing that kills us all? I, I think we're a much more resilient species than that and we will go on, but there's going to be some suffering and there's going to be some death along the way. And, um, and I just want to kind of put out for me uh, just a note and I'm going to say I'm guilty of it when this first kind of, arose and i think people blowing it off as well the flu kills thirty thousand people every year this thing's only killed a couple of thousand why are we so worried about it and Mm. the big thing that you got to get your head around is the infection rate of this thing is really really high in that yes we're seeing more small numbers at the moment it's because it's only been around for a little bit and at the rate it can infect people yeah. and if it has got a death rate of you hear any numbers between 2 and 10% kind of thing at the moment depending on who you talk to or what you get your information from but even on the worst case scenario if this infects mm. 20, 30, 40% of the world's population that's a lot of people dying and kind of if you then everyone compares it back to the Spanish flu in you know 1918 or whatever it was when that kind of ravaged the world like that was at the end of World War One. Mm-hmm. It's estimated that about twelve to fifteen million people died in World War One from war-related deaths. Mm-hmm. But post-war, it's estimated that another fifty million people died from obviously complications from coming back from war. But most of that was from the Spanish flu that just went rampant through the world. So. Is this going to be another Spanish flu? I would like to think that we have our medical system much better equipped than it was back in 1918, and we know more yeah, about... but the population is a lot greater than it is in 1918. Absolutely, absolutely. And, um, yeah, we probably more... Um, uh, I suppose the potential for people to go against authority is also a lot more than in 1918, so... Who knows? But it seems, I don't know, I'd like to hope that most people are doing the right thing. Looking out the the streets today, it was potential that that's not happening. Um, there was a very, very nice, bright, sunny day in Melbourne today and lots of people out and about, us included. We went for two walks even today. Um but, you know, mass- massively took the back streets, actively tried to avoid peep- other people. Um, whereas when Adam went on his run this morning, you said you saw heaps of people definitely yeah, I mean, not within or within 1.5 metres of each other sort of thing. Yeah, I'm doing my, continuing to do my run every single day. Um, and yeah, it was a gorgeous morning this morning. And I personally made a note to run on the bike path, which pissed off a couple of people and I held my tongue because there's a lot of, I guess, tension in the air these days at the moment with people being quite anxious and a bit nervous and kind of getting a bit stroppy and stress-ridden and we'll talk about those things uh, in a second. And so I let them go. I would normally kind of probably yell back at them, but I thought, you know what, I'm just going to let it go. I'm in a good headspace out running. And so I was trying to stay clear, but on the footpath, about five metres away from me, there were thousands of people walking. Like I would have easily seen... 1,500 to 2,000 people on my run today and Mm. all within arm's reach of people and no one really making any 
concerted effort to kind of get out of the way of people yeah. and well, when there's that many people you, it's probably really hard to actively avoid other people it is but, but yeah you know, people are going to do what they're going to do and they're not going to listen and we're going to probably pay the price for it in that where i my belief what are we the 28th of march my two cents on this is that <laughs> prediction melbourne goes into complete lockdown on thursday in that we'll be just like italy spain the uk where you're told Go home and do not go outside. Not a, we recommend you don't go outside. Mm. It is a kind of, in quote, martial law type. Mm. Stay inside. Drones monitoring the streets. (laughs) Um, Which, to that point, there was a couple of police helicopters in the air floating above today. And I even had a client of mine, or a friend of mine, I should say, message me and say, I just got pulled off the beach down St Kilda Way because they've just banned people being on the beach. Um, she hadn't heard the warning and then she was laying there, no one else around her, and she got pretty stroppy that she got pulled off the beach, but to the point in that, you know, they're starting to shut down more and more places and things like that. So, yeah. but I mean, that's, again, aside from it, I just, as I said, wanted to share my thoughts, but um, I'm going to let my wife go first because I love, love to talk <laughs> and so I'll get her two cents on just, let's just talk first mentally Mm. Like, where are you at the moment? How do you feel? What's your thoughts on the future? Like, where's where's your head at at the moment? I think, because um, we're, I suppose, it, for me anyway, we're probably, I'm, I'm probably like a week and a half into this. I suppose it depends when, when each of us started taking this seriously. But for me, that's about a week and a half or two weeks kind of thing. And um, towards the start... I was really sort of seesawing between, um, you know, panic and, you know, let's stock up on food, let's stock up on everything. We need to, you know, we're not prepared for this. We need to get as prepared for this as we can. You know, not my baby, all those kind of thoughts and swinging between that and, um, oh, you know, that's completely irrational. We'll be fine. We're all healthy. We're, you know, it's, you know, it's, this is a minor thing sort of thing um and yeah these very very uh broad swings i suppose and in the last few days i've realized how much energy that was taking um from me and so i've kind of now now i feel okay i feel okay i'm taking things day by day um it used to make me anxious to watch the news, but now I try and watch it just to see, you know, what's changed. Are there any new um, laws or, or, you know, rules that I need to be aware of? I try and have it on for at least the least amount of time possible, though, because it does, you know, it does tend to just cycle through um, and you get the same messages. And if it's a negative thing, it just repeats and repeats. Um, but yeah, so just looking for those updates, I'm trying to stay as informed as I can, but also just, um, you know, looking for those silver linings. I have really enjoyed, um, the last few days of having family time. I'm trying to see it as a time where we can all just, um, band together and enjoy the kids and, and grow closer as a family unit. Um, you know, obviously we spoke about when we went to France, we, we became a very close family unit from that. And now we have a new family member. So working out how that all, um, 
enters into it. So yeah, mentally I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm doing pretty good at the moment. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm taking it very much on a day by day basis. Um, you know, that's mentally, there's a lot of other factors as well, like emotionally, physically, um, intellectually, uh, I, I'm, I'm getting very tired because the kids are, um, taking a lot of energy. I've gone from having, um, four days a week of just having Anna to myself and no Amelia to worry about during the day to every day, all day, every day, two kids. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure there, there are a lot of Probably people. Probably three kids if I'm around. Well, yeah, there's that <laughs> as well. But, um, yeah, I'm sure there's lots of mothers who, who for that's the, the norm. And I, I have, I am very lucky that that's not my norm. I have, um, Amelia in daycare and, um, and with her granny. So I have that extra help, which has been great. Um, but yeah, I suppose just getting used to that new norm. Amelia is just such a handful. She's got so much energy and she requires so much attention. And if you don't give it to her, she demands it. So, um, you know, in the best way, of course, she's a great kid. Um, but Most yeah, it's just very sapping energy wise. And yeah, it's from about sort of anywhere between and Anna, has been waking up a little bit earlier in the mornings too so it's been from about 6 a.m to about 9 p.m at night with next to no breaks because now whenever anna has a nap amelia seeks that and she's like mom's by herself okay i've got to capitalize on this um so and you know kudos to her she, she sees that opportunity and she uh, and she takes it and and so she should and and you know she does spend a lot of time independently playing as well I'm very lucky with you know she's not a super crazy clean needy child or, or nothing at all like that um, but you know she has, has had a new baby come into her life and and has uh, had to share her mom for the first time and so she she takes it that those opportunities to spend that night, that time together. And some of the, a lot of the time it's been really nice for me as well to, to have that sort of one-on-one time with her as well. Um, because that doesn't happen that often anymore. Um, but yeah, it is exhausting. (laughs) It's very, very exhausting, but yeah, mentally I'm, I'm doing okay. What about you? Well, I mean, to that point, just to kind of how you rounded out is just exhausting is the word that comes to mind both physically and mentally Mm. in that I've always said it and I give the utmost respect to, let's say, women who stay at home with their kids. There's not many stay-at-home dads, but to the stay-at-home dads that do. But to any parent who is a stay-at-home parent and takes care of their kids every single day, does not have daycare in there or other help and that, I give you the most utmost respect because I actually look to work as my relief time yeah. actually you know I'm, my whole life you know on maternity leave at the moment i leave at four oh, five thirty in the morning i don't come home until mid-afternoon kind of thing that time is actually people say, you know you're, you're such a busy person and you're at work and you come home and mm-hmm. you seem like you're an inclusive father you know and then you're exercising i was like when do you ever get downtime i was like no work is my downtime like <laughs> yeah. I, I i feel very comfortable at work i've been doing what i do for many many years now so it comes quite natural to me I, you know, I've been running that business now for almost 15 years kind of thing and so it's very easy to me and something I still very much enjoy and so 
I see that as downtime. And so where I'm struggling on a physical point as well as a mental point is that there's just no quiet time. <laughs> um, and even though, even though I talk to clients all day, every day in one-on-one situations, it's a one-to-one conversation. Mm. It's just a, how are you? I'm good. How have yeah. you been? Not too bad. How's your knee? You Knee's have going someone well. suddenly interrupting and you and going, oh my gosh, daddy, daddy, daddy. Exactly. Check this out. And and that kind of just backwards and forwards just it has a natural cadence to it. Mm. There's, I've got very good relationships with the clients. We can go 10 minutes without a conversation, like without mm. a single word. And th- there's no awkward silence in that kind of thing. It's yeah. just that's how just natural flow. working out and, exactly. and doing a good job working out. Whereas what you just said then in that, I could be having a conversation with my wife and then all of a sudden, Daddy, 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 you've got to come and see this right now. It's just, darling, can I just... No, 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 you've got to come and see... And so just that constant noise is what's just... Mm. Noise, as I said, in just kind of mental space, kind of just taking that... Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you know, just solidarity. No, but that kind of, yeah, just that space in my mind yeah. um, away from me. And when they, both, when they both go down for bed, it's just like the biggest sigh of relief. Like... Oh, God. So, yes, like, to this point, and I understand why my wife rolled her eyes and when I said, we have to do this podcast, I was like, I get it because this is the moment where we get to just take that big, deep breath of, oh, thank God, kind of thing. And you're depriving me. And I'm depriving her of that right now. (laughs) But that's kind of on the surface level. But I've shared this in the past before, whether it's been in a post. I don't know if I've ever podcasted about it before, but I've always struggled with the fact that I become the sole provider when you're on maternity leave um, and just that pressure of running a business is mentally draining enough as it is of mm. like, hope I get clients, what about this person, have I done that yet, what about if this goes, da 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 da, da. That's always running in every business owner's mind and so I'm nothing special there. But just the added pressure of when Amy then goes on maternity leave thinking, okay, I'm it here. If I'm not earning money, then we're not paying our bills and you know what are we what are we going to do and to that point to everyone who has sent some very lovely messages of you know i hope you're doing well i know obviously my industry has been ravaged the fitness industry obviously i work in a commercial gym where i run my business gym shut down my main source of income is now gone you know yes i do a little bit of online coaching and stuff like that but it's still a small percentage of what i bring in as a total my exercise physiology business is where my income comes from Mm. but to that point, my wife and I are prolific savers. Yeah. We're very, quite conservative in that we don't go and blow things. Now, yes, we went on a, a year-long trip to France, but we had saved probably close to 10 years of savings yes. before we kind of even had a thought process. And that was actually our home deposit that we were saving for, which ended up not being what we used it for. But, you know, we're very good savers. We're very savvy with our money and we're not... We've people. never, we don't spend more than we earn. We, we just, you know, live within our means and we've we've never been hand to mouth or anything. I mean, yeah, is that, is that the expression? I don't know. I think so. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah. But so to that point. We're doing that, okay. Yeah, as I said, very lovely messages coming through saying, we hope you're all right, in that we're going to be okay even if this, you know, is six to 12 months and the government here in Australia is taking care of small business in a very good way. Um, I had a chat with my accountant last week 
um, which put my mind at ease kind of coming full circle back where I started this train of thought in that I get very stressed when Amy is on maternity leave because I become that sole provider and I want to make sure that I am providing and again I've shared this before in that you know when I asked Amy's parents you know can I marry your daughter kind of thing and I remember kind of having a chat with her father and her father saying well I just really? want to make, yeah, just make sure that you know how are you going to support my daughter and how are you, you know, serious? It was a very kind of just very open oh conversation. God. It wasn't a like how are you going to you know kind of thing. It was it? It was just kind of like Adam, we would be more than happy to I have wanna, you. I want to delve into your financials a little bit though. <laughs> it wasn't like that at all. Um, <laughs> it was just a sit down chat, and obviously I wanted to do the right thing and ask them, and they were very happy for me to marry their daughter <laughs> and kind of um, do that, and they just wanted to make sure that you know. Oh I had God. my future plans out at that point and kind of said, I yes. I can't believe I didn't know this. Um, and that's always a constant thought that runs through my mind is that how I, I want to make sure that I live up to that promise and yeah. make sure that I am... My parents are so bad. I'm like, I'm making no, my no, own no, no. money. No, no, no. I pay no, my own bills. <laughs> it's nothing like that. And it wasn't, as I said, it was nothing from a stance point of, you're the man, now you need to... It wasn't like that at all. Okay. Um, it was just a, Good. you know, you want to make sure that I have... All my plans in place and things yeah. like that to obviously make sure make sure you're not a bum. Make sure I'm not a bum. Okay. Yeah, and all that right. was basically where it was coming from. And so, as I said, that all aside, I put my own pressure on myself, regardless of that. In that, I do <laughs> want to be, and you can call me misogynistic if you wish to, but it doesn't come from that place whatsoever. But I know it if, if I do want to be the man of the house, and I do want to support my family, and I do want to make sure that. I'm doing the best by everyone and they can always have food on the table and we're never, oh my God, we're, we're not going to be able to pay rent next week, you know, next month. I never want those worries. And so yeah. um, the fact that the government are coming in on this has made that a little less stress. Like it, it's, um, I've got a big program about to launch and a lot of people signed up for that. So that's going to kick me through for a good kind of, you know, couple of months and then a couple of these kind of incentive things that uh, the government are running will kick us kicking along for another couple of months. So it could get us out to the kind of six months where everyone's saying kind of best case scenario we should hopefully be getting back to normality within six to kind of 12 months so i'm hoping it's on that six month side yeah kind of thing um but yeah to that point in that i'm not stressing so much i when they basically told us we're shutting the doors at our gym i kind of always knew it was coming because it was happening everywhere else in the world i wasn't like well, it just won't happen here. Yeah. But when it, when it actually happened where, oh my God, I can't work. Like mm. I've never had that before. It's like yeah. my business has always been successful. I've never spent out of my, like when I invest in some things to try and grow the business and things like never kind of spend more money than the business is making. I've made a profit every single year in that business. Mm. I'm very proud of that fact. And everything, and they always say, and Gary Vaynerchuk, who I've followed for a long time now, he's like, Everything is your fault. If you're mm. successful in business, it's because you did the right, you made the right choices. If you failed in business, that's on you. And I, I own that as well. But kind of, this is something that I have no control over. Like I, I can't help this situation, and yeah. it's not like I can be a better business person and it will make it better. I'm just now having to majorly pivot. Like I've always wanted to do more online work. Mm-hmm this is kind of forcing that situation. And so yeah. I look at it as, as the positives and okay, well that stream's now gone. 
what else can I pull on? Where else can I kind of yeah. do? And so, but you can also still practice outside, especially when the weather yeah. is like this. And unfortunately, we're moving into winter, which is going to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm the first to put my hand up and say I'm the probably the one of the most fair weather type people. If it's even blowing half a gale or there's a, a potential for rain coming, that <laughs> I don't want to be outside. But um, but I, I took my first clients back again today who do want to keep training. I just wanted to take a week off to kind of debrief and find my head and where that space is at kind of thing mm. um, I saw my first clients today um, and I've got as I said some clients in next week and I think as this becomes more re- real to everyone those who said oh I'll see you in a f- like a month or two because this thing will blow over in a month or two kind of thing when people begin to realize it oh hang on no this is six months eight months ten months kind of long yeah. I think people will start Hey, Adam, I said I was going to come back to you once this all rolled over, but it's been four months now, and I think I want to see you kind of thing. So I think. Hopefully, it'll be before four months, but yeah. No, I'll see. I think some people might take it as a kind of a headspace clear as well. You know, yeah. I've, I've got a lot of long term clients who have been with me for 10 plus years kind of thing. So I've even said to some of them, you know what, take it as a nice break. Whether you take a month off or you take a couple of months off, go for it, you know, kind of thing. So mm. um, that's on all the surface level, but for me, mentally, I'm a big social being, and this is where I think I'm going to struggle most. Um, and I'm I'm five days into it kind of thing. Um, and I was just chatting to my best mate, my best man, um, at my wedding last night, and we were just having a kind of little debrief of how each of us each of us are. Um, and even that was kind of relieving to kind of just talk mm. to someone else that oh, wasn't, yeah. um, you know, my three girls, and I love them to bits, but. Just talking to the same people over and over and over and over again. I need other kind of contact kind of thing. Um, but, you know, just talking to him and kind of talking about the potential future of, as I said, when this kind of is done, in that I'm not a person that catches up with my mates, you know, every single week kind of thing. But it's the fact that that can't happen now is really kind of weighing on me and that I can't just go and catch up with a good mate of mine and give him a hug and have a beer with him I don't drink but like you know when mm. I go out for a drink or something like that and just kind of catch up and whatnot yeah. just that that interactivity is that even a word interactivity yeah I'll go I feel that. like it is yeah, yeah. Like, if it's not no, we're going to use it now um, <laughs> no it's definitely but, a word <laughs> but yeah it's just it's that kind of sense of that's being taken away from us and you know I, I'm, I'm not going to for one second say that this is putting in quote, people who, I guess, normal people who don't suffer from mental health issues or depression or kind of anxiety or those kind of, you know, things that keep them trapped inside their own head or their house or, you know, Mm. a place. It's kind of giving us a sense of what that must feel like for Mm. people of just that loneliness, that, you know, complete, I can't do something because of a fear or an anxiety. Um, And I, like... It must be horrible to live yeah. in that. Like for years, I'm a week into it, and the thought of six months, I yeah. just is breaking me already. And I've got an incredible family unit around me, and I know they'll be there to help me and whatnot along this way. And I can certainly lean on my wife, and she can certainly lean on me, and I, we're a great unit for that. Yeah. Um, but that's certainly where I think I'm going to struggle most is just not having contact with humans and as i said i think our lockdown begins on thursday if it's not thursday it's sometime soon um i don't i don't think we're going to be be able to stay open through this you know it it just has to try and stop that 
you know, flattening the curve, as everyone's saying at the moment. Like, yeah, we're it'll just be seeing too interesting because obviously we won't they they won't see the results of all the social distancing and things that have already been put in place for another two weeks, likely. Um, but then by then it may already be too late as mm. well to instigate any major. So I hope they I hope they're not waiting that long. I I just want them to do it, just get it over with, and um, take the plunge, <laughs> and uh, and yeah. Because I mean, we're all screwed with the economy as it is, and again, I'm no economist. Do not come to me for financial advice <laughs> or world economics or whatnot. But you know, the amount of money that is being poured in to just try and keep economies ticking over in mm. some way, shape, or form. Yeah. I mean, they're all crashing and. Um, and you know it's going to be a really tough time for the next five plus years to try and rebuild or well it's going to be really interesting like that's a point of contention I've been um, I haven't read very much because I haven't had the time to read it but um, I've been seeing a lot of headlines come through I subscribe to Australian Financial Review as well as um, get some investment advice from Invest Smart and I've seen a few headlines come through that it's you know will this will this be a recession or a depression and um but then if it's a depression it's going to be a really strange or semi-unique kind of environment just because you know there is or hopefully i mean depending on how long this goes goes for if it's if it's 12 if it's sort of beyond the six months mark i think it will be um harder but if it's if it's say six months um, most things should be able to literally just hit the restart button. Um, it's like okay, we're now we're now turning the air, airlines back on. We're now turning the cafes back open. All these things. So, and it, it just depends, you know, how how people have survived the, those six months have they taken other jobs do they want to stay with those other jobs or, do, or are they happy to go back to their original jobs it's interesting and, i was i was watching um yeah, philip defranco mm. yeah he's a youtube guy I, I think he's very knowledgeable and i think he has a great um news reporting show so if everyone anyone ever wants to watch that it's called the philip defranco show mm. um and he was talking that he linked a video that he had seen and he was saying that people we should be treating this more like a natural disaster rather than a depression mm. because you're saying like when a when a hurricane comes through and wipes out a community for a, a, however long it might be like you think of hurricane katrina um when that came through an entire community had to completely shut down its economy for however yeah. long it did to kind of thing and it happened like that mm-hmm. and this is the same it's not like the economy at the moment like the economy was going great like Housing prices were stabilising. People had jobs. We had the lowest kind of unemployment rates and mm. things were going well. People were buying stuff. People were building stuff. People were yeah. in like retail. It wasn't great, but it certainly was, was going yeah, like, okay. It would think it was going fine. And so, but then all of a sudden, bang, a natural disaster. It, obviously, this is not a natural disaster, but it's a virus. It's, it's kind of just... fairly close to it. But yeah, but it has the same kind of, kind yeah. of effect and you know, effect, impact <laughs> on... on the kind of surround it's just instead of a natural disaster taking out one state or one country kind of thing it's taking it's out the, the entire world kind of thing mm-hmm. and so will it then return if you then look at the kind of data of how those communities came back from Katrina and things like that as you said mm-hmm. everything shut down on day one but once they kind of got everything okay water's receding 
we've serviced the people who died or lost their houses or kind of whatnot. Okay, cool. All right. Everyone back to work now. Like, it's not like mm. they can't do that. And so to your point, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. We think we've got this under control. We've got a vaccine or we've got a cure or whatever they're going to yeah. end up doing to help this. It's like, you can all go back outside now and you can start your jobs. I mean, yeah. 90% of our airlines, air forces have lost their job. It's not that they don't need those people. It's just they don't need them now. And yeah. so, yeah, as you said, yeah. tomorrow, if this was cured... Right, yeah. cool. We all need all those flights. So, but it will it it will greatly depend on the duration of mm. this crisis. So, if 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 it goes for six for well, even six six months is probably going to be pushing it for a lot of people, mm. especially as a large amount of Australia is hand to mouth. As in, you earn that money, you spend that money. There's nothing You're paycheck to paycheck. Paycheck, yeah. yeah. There's not much left over or. To that point, speaking to a client, sorry to interrupt, mm-hmm. um, he was saying for Australian, I don't know where it is for the rest of the world, but the average Australian, if you stop their income tomorrow, do you know how long they have before they're bankrupt? Well, we've spoken about this. We have. So, so <laughs> but the answer to you guys and people might think, oh, you know, a couple of months, you know, people, you, you might think, yeah, well, if, if everything kind of went away tomorrow, you know, how long can I keep paying my bills? Whether that's your mortgage or your car loan or your bills or whatever it might be, how much do you have over? And it's one and a half paychecks mm. for the average Australian, which blows my paychecks? mind. Paychecks? Not a month? Well, okay. Most people, he was kind of going on the premise that people get paid monthly. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's one and a half months. Yeah. yeah. Sorry um, to make that. So, average person around here gets paid monthly. We'll just say that's the case. But he was saying one and a half paychecks, one and a half months, mm. people are done. I got no more money to pay yeah. pay my bills, and I that I mean, I think we are yeah. in a, a unique position in that we save really, really well. But I just yeah. thought even the, the average the, rate, like would, the concept <laughs> of only having a month and a half's worth of savings up, that that alone would give me so much anxiety. And I suppose that is one of the reasons maybe why I am able to regulate um, myself mentally a lot because we do have that buffer. It's been it's been a significant buffer and we've worked really hard to make and maintain that buffer and grow that buffer um but yeah it's you know there's a lot of talk about financial freedom and i don't consider us financially free but i'm sure there are a lot of people who probably would consider us financially free because we've got that level of savings to back back us up sort of thing Hmm. Um, but I mean, again, that just adds another level of anxiety to it. Yeah, like, I mean, if yeah. I was in a position where, like, I'm not saying that I work any harder that, you know, because I work so hard, that's why I deserve the buffer we have. There's plenty of people out there that do work very hard and no, just still work, you know, paycheck to paycheck kind of thing. It's about being smart. But yeah, to that point, it's like that added level of anxiety of like, mm. if I lose my job, I'm done. Mm. Like, and you're seeing that now, now that on the news, mm. you know, the amount of people now waiting out front of Centrelink saying, I now need to um, apply for unemployment status and getting unemployment, um, you know, benefits coming through. Like, yeah, I, just the thought of, again, if I had to go and do that because we had to keep paying, like, yeah. that would just be another thing on top. And it just, it'd be crippling mentally. And as I said, I'm struggling enough at the thought of, this mental battle we're going to go through, let alone having to worry about that for, um, you know, other things like that to kind of come along. So, yeah. I mean, I, you guys know my Instagram handle by now. It's down in below. Um, if you want to kind of, you know, reach out, 
to us, I mean, as I said, I'm a social being. I reply to every single DM, much to my wife's disgust, because it does take a lot of my time away. But I have a little bit more time now, not a whole lot. In fact, I probably have less time now because when I'm at work, time. I can answer DMs while I'm at work between clients and things like that, whereas I can't do that Come now. Come home but... and I'm like, here, have a child. Yeah. <laughs> whereas now I probably actually have less time to it. But um, to that point, please feel free to reach out if you just want to share kind of like where are you guys at where are you feeling about this whole thing do you think it's a, a hoax I mean, there's plenty of people out there saying it's a conspiracy theory to kind of cripple world economies and da 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 you know the rich are getting richer like I've heard them all I don't know what conspiracy people may have heard do you believe in some of these do you think it's just a hoax that um, is not going to be the world ender like it is um, are you particularly scared about it um, I honestly honestly I almost feel like that would be that would be such a good outcome if this was a big hoax and thousands and thousands of people don't die because of this. Um, that would kind of be a, almost a good thing. A few thousand have already died. Well, <laughs> well yes, yeah. Quite I a few, but... Not in but, I mean, but, yeah. but, yeah, I mean, just to that point, like, as I said, if you guys want to reach out, feel free to at any time. I actually love getting DMs because I like interacting with people and talking to people, so it's actually quite an enjoyable thing, even more so now, so... If you want to reach out and just ask a question or you want to relay your kind of feelings at the moment, know that you can always reach out. I'll even put my wife's um, Instagram handle in there. If you want to reach out to her, you feel free to. I'm, no guarantees of me. So. She won't She won't get back as often, as, as quickly as I will, but um, I'm sure she would um, be more than happy to get around to them when she can. I'm not going to put any pressure on that. But yeah, yeah. if you want to reach out to us um, from there, more than happy to. But um, as I said, guys, this was just more so... A podcast to kind of mark a point in time, which, regardless of how it goes down, mm. will be a moment that will be. Do you remember that coronavirus that were like? It will be something that like. Where were you? What were you doing? Just like nine eleven was, just like the GFC kind of was for our generation. Obviously, world wars and things that have gone past mm. for previous generations. They're moments that we look back in history mm-hmm. as marked moments. I hope this isn't a five year long thing like a world war is and we're kind of still fighting this in years to come and the world would be a very different place if that's the case um come around there and who knows what then but let's just hope best case scenario the least amount of people can suffer the least amount of people can die the least amount of people then don't aren't out of work aren't struggling and we just get back to life as quickly as we humanly can and we can look back on this as like wow that was interesting and that was quite a moment mm. in time kind of thing and hopefully we learn from it. Um, yeah. something that But also <laughs> I think, you know, there are so many negatives and it's really easy to, to focus on all of the negatives but I think it's really important to try and look for those silver linings and find, you know, even in these tough times there is still um, things to be grateful for, there's still positivity in this world so, you know, you know, hug the people that you can hug um, in, in, in your family. And, uh, you know, it's, it's it's time that we've been given we've, on this earth. You know, it's confined. It's got all these negative aspects to it, but it is time. And, um, and it's the one thing people always complain about. To me, yeah. Adam, I don't have enough time for my health and well-being. I don't have enough time to do this, do that, whatever it is. 
yeah. as you said, you've now just been, whether you it's a good thing for you or not, you've been handed yeah. a bucket load of extra time that's yeah. going to come to you over these next few months. And, and I so. get it. Those of you with kids, no, you don't have time anymore. Um, but try and find a few things to be, you know, I think that's, that's, that's certainly something that's ha- really helped me um, over the years and I, I don't do it um, on a regular basis anymore on Instagram mainly because I I just want to spend that time doing doing other things in in the few few minutes and hours um, that I have to myself but uh, I still yeah I did it I did it a daily gratitude post and even though I, I mainly stopped that because I don't always have an image representative of what I'm grateful for every day um, because during the day it does get quite hectic but mentally every day I still try and think back and you know what what was great about today what did I really enjoy what am I so grateful for today and um, I think looking for those positives you know it's important it's you know it really helps keep perspective and keeps you sane as well Um, so let's all try and look for some silver linings and um, and we'll get through this together I mean it as, as much as we're seeing all the pain and devastation, this is also time for humanity to bond together and... Virtually. Virtually, <laughs> absolutely virtually. And... Um, you should have bought shares in Zoom. There's some uh, <laughs> there's some uh, some yes. economic advice for you because, yeah, I think teleconferencing things are going to go yeah, through the roof. Yeah, so, but, and, yeah. you know, potentially a good long-term investment as well because I think after this people will definitely see the value of working from home and um, and continue continue to do that. So that that's our hot tip. Um, although it may, may be overpriced at the moment. Who knows? Yeah, um, yeah you missed the boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, just trying to, yeah. Stay positive, live in the moment. That's really helped me as well. Just take it day by day. We we can't foresee the the future at the moment. You can't it's control. So it, you volatile. Can't. You just got to try and control the things you can control. Um, you know, which is how much social media you you use, um, how much news media you expose yourself to, um, who you're talking to, what you're talking to them about. Um, all these things you can control and um, they can help give you more of a sense of control over a very chaotic world at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I shared this on a post the other day, other week or whenever it was, um, that I was struggling kind of making a connection with my daughter, Anna, in Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. I haven't spent a whole lot of time with her and she's very obviously dependent on mum at the moment because you're breastfeeding and that was the same as it was with Amelia, but kind of I was in a different headspace at that point um, in my life, but I was struggling quite a lot to kind of connect with her. But now I'm forced to be home mm-hmm. and Amy needs that help and I'm there to give her that yeah. during the day now. I'm getting much more time with Anna. And, and she's grown up more. She doesn't need her mom as much. Yes, and, but um, I, I actually think I'm going to have a better connection with Anna overall. Really? I I yeah, I haven't shared this with you. Really? Because um, you have such a good connection with I do. Amelia. I have a great connection with Sorry. Amelia. And I, you know, I think we're always going to have a good one. Yeah. But I don't know. There's a look in Anna's face that she now gives me. And she gives me some serious good giggles and mm. um, smiles that I don't remember getting as much from Amelia. Now, it could just be I just forgotten that kind of yeah. thing. But yeah, I seem to... I, I just 
I'm growing day to day more and more. She's a very adorable kid. She is. She's very easy to fall in love with, I think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like to that point in that this time, what am I grateful for? In that, yes, it's going to get tough and everything like that. And it's tough already, but kind of seeing that connection grow with her and feeling more and more love from her. Mm. Like I've got all the love in the world to give her, but I wasn't getting any kind of in return. So (laughs) that's why I wasn't getting that connection in that Mm. I can look at Amelia and I see love, she sees love and I love that. Mm. And I can see that with my wife, but I wasn't getting that from Anna. Whereas I am now, like I spend Mm. that time and she's, she's happy to see me. She lights up when she's, Oh, it's dad. (laughs) You know, the smiles and the giggles and things like that. So what I'm most grateful for is, you know, mm. if anything, this time has forced me to be much more involved in mm-hmm. her life, um, and I'm grateful for that. Mm. And um, I think that'll pay off in the end. In that, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a weird I'd, whether I'm completely wrong or not. I don't know, but I think I'm going to end up being more connected with her in the I, long run. This is, I probably shouldn't say this because our daughters might listen to this in the future. Who knows? But I think Anna's going to be the nicer one, to be honest. <laughs> she's going to be the one that always shares because she's never had to have anything by herself. So <laughs> we'll um, see. We'll Amelia, see. if you are 37 yeah. and listening to this um, in the future, we love you, we, darling. <laughs> we, we definitely love you both. <clears throat> equally and in different ways. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, yeah, as again, guys, I... We've, we have gone for 45 minutes because you are listening to a podcast with me and I don't know, I should probably change the title of this podcast because I, I originally named it as a double kind of, what did I say, a double meaning, whatever that word is. I've forgotten what yeah, you said. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, the podcast is called Let's Talk Fast and obviously it was meant to be about fasting. Oh, right. yes. And then and also quickly. quick little kind of podcast, 15 yeah. to 20 minutes, something you could listen on the way to work kind of thing. Yeah. But I haven't had a podcast that's been shorter than no. 40 minutes kind of thing. So, yeah, and um, I'm always complaining about it and yet here I am contributing to the problem. <laughs> so. um, but yeah, guys, I, I really do hope you've found something that this has kind of just made you kind of more connected with someone else kind of going through what they're going through at the moment um as i said please feel free to email me dm me or dm my wife um and feel free to share whatever you're going through or kind of thoughts you had or questions you had um but yeah i hope you've enjoyed our time tonight um i feel better for getting some of those things out in the world and kind of just talking about it and i always do that's why i like these podcasts it's just good chats with people whether that's a special guest, whether it's my wife, well, you are a special guest, I shouldn't say special guest, <laughs> or my wife, <laughs> um, but, you know, guests or kind of just talking to you guys in a microphone, but um, thank you, Amy. It was my pleasure. Um, we're just past nine o'clock, so sometimes we can have a late kind of get-together of getting the girls down, mm. so sometimes it's about nine, so I haven't taken too much time no, away. The no, girls went down really well tonight, so they're both shattered, so, yes. um, and they're a little unwell. I mean, Anna isn't, Anna's fine, but... Um, Amelia's a bit unwell. She had a pretty nasty cough. cough on her at the moment. Her temperature was going up a little bit today. Now, doctors say nothing to be worried about, but if she does still have it in another yeah, couple of days, we'll, that we we'll should go back. So be monitoring um, that. Who knows? Maybe we already have it. Who there you knows? go. We'll be Time quarantined away. So. <laughs> um, but guys, thank you very much for tuning in. As always, if you can leave a review and a five-star rating, that always helps me share this podcast out to more and more people, and I would be very 
grateful for that. Um, but I hope you are well. I hope you are safe. And as I said, I hope this podcast that we can look back on in this time and this podcast, and it was just a kind of moment in time that we all kind of can combine and be that say that we're there together and that it kind of doesn't cause too much suffering, pain and death. Um, and I hope whoever is listening to this, that you're well and the people in your life are well. I love you all. I love you, wife. I love you too, darling. Let's go and have uh, a sleep um, and I'll see you next time on the next podcast. Um, I don't really know what's coming, guys. Um, a lot of the podcast guests that I had lined up, they're business owners and things like that. And so it's just been thrown up into the air and it's kind of partly also why this podcast is on now. I was meant to have the one about um, type 2 diabetes coming to you now when this one is on, but that's fallen through and I just don't know when things are going to come up. So let me know what you want to hear. Like if you want me to still be talking about fasting and fit, fitness and food and things like that at this time, I can. If you're like, Adam, just shut up, shut your podcast down for a while. I don't want to listen to <laughs> then all right, I'll, I'll hear your words. But guys, I love you all. I'm going to sign out. I've waffled on enough. But um, yeah, been another episode of Let's Talk Fast podcast. I will talk to you again next time. Ciao. Bye.